Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick concludes the first message in the two-part Finishing the Game series. This message was taught at the Trinity Church of God Men's Conference in Winchester, Kentucky, where Billy Keller is the pastor. This message was taught at the Trinity Church of God in Winchester, Kentucky, where Billy Keller is the pastor at a men's conference. His scripture text is taken from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick brought us the fourth of five things that we need to know how to prepare for a race, including three of four things we need to know about our race. On the conclusion of this message entitled, Running the Race, he'll bring us the fourth thing to know about our race and the fifth thing we need to know about preparing to run the race, including three things that you will need in order to win the race. And now, here's Brother Rick. I got one more and then we're going to close down for tonight. You got to run to win, guys. How many of you are competitive? I don't care if I'm playing tiddlywinks. I want to win. Okay. If I'm playing checkers, I want to win. Forget that nonsense. It ain't whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. I got a comment for that. <laughs> if that's true, then we'd take scoreboards down, wouldn't we? And we quit. Yeah, we quit keeping score. I want to win. I'm competitive. My son's competitive. My whole family's competitive. Can I tell you one of the traditions we have in our family? Is we play Jeopardy. We play Jeopardy. And every afternoon we can, we gather together and we play Jeopardy. My brother Rick, how y'all play Jeopardy? Just like they do on TV. We keep score. You give a wrong answer, we'll take it off of you. Because we want to see at the end of the game which one won. It's important. My brother Rick. Yeah, I want to win. You remember them guys say, oh, listen, you need to let your kids win, you know I couldn't master that. <laughs> I, I taught my son to play ping pong, and man, we played ping pong. We'd be sweating like John Wayne's horse, and I'm telling you, we'd be working it. And I'd play him as hard as I could, and I'd beat him and beat him and beat him and beat him, and then when he'd get ready to quit, I'd ease up a little. And then I'd beat him. <laughs> All the way up to I can't no more. Now he dusts me like a bad table. Because <laughs> he learned how to play. I don't let him. I don't have to let him. I wish he'd let me. I'm getting old. What are you saying, Rick? I'm saying if we're going to run this race, guys, we cannot afford to lose it. Too many people. Too many generations. Too high cost. We gotta touch the finish line. We gotta finish strong. We can't be playing. Second Timothy four seven, Paul at the end of the race said, "I fought a good fight. I finished my course and I kept the faith." Can we say that together? I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. That don't sound like a surrendering, wimpy statement to me. It don't sound like somebody gave in and gave up. Sounds to me like a winner. What I need to win? Well, I'm glad you asked. There's three things you got to have, guys. Number one, you got to have a fighting spirit. 
I'm so sick of the church trying to emasculate men and make them into nice females. God never intended for you to be a female. That's why he made you a male. And the aggression you got in your heart, God don't want that gone. He wants that harnessed. John Eldridge wrote a book, Wild at Heart. Has anybody ever read that book? I'd highly recommend that book. Wouldn't y'all guys? Because it teaches us that men are different women and they're intended to be. The church is trying to take all that away because they don't know how to instruct it. I didn't come with an agenda to make you females tonight. I come with an agenda for you to raise up and be men. Men of God. Men that are strong. How many know it takes a man to live for God? I remember a few years ago I was standing in the bullpen of a jail. And I was sharing the gospel with some guys through the bars. And there was a couple of smart alecks in there. In fact, there was several, but there was three that got my attention. And every time I'd say something, they would laugh and snigger and elbow each other. And they were sitting up on the top bunk. And I got about all that I could handle. The spirit of slap come on me. I'd put up about all I wanted of it, right? So finally I said, hey. They looked at me. I said, you guys think it takes a sissy to live for Jesus, don't you? One of them said, yeah. I said, well, then jump down, big guy, and you sing the next song. You read the next scripture. Any fish can float downstream. It takes a man of God to turn against the current and say, I'm going to live for Jesus in the face of opposition, in the face of a different opinion. I'm going to be a man of God regardless. You need a fighting spirit. Don't surrender your fighting spirit. Harness it for a right cause. Number two, you need a focused vision. What did he say? He said, I fought a good fight and I have finished my course. Paul was not running without a gold line, without a finish line. He saw in a heavenly vision, Pastor, where he was headed and he set his face like a flint and all the problems that come in his life could not detour him from his destination. God, help us to know where we're going. I come here today. Do you know how I got here at this church? I took particular roads. If you're just riding around, any road will do. But if you're going someplace, you better take the highway to get you there. Amen. How many of you is going someplace tonight? You've done got your destination made up. You're going to make heaven your home regardless of what it costs you. Amen. August the 7th, 1972 at 735, I set my face toward the prize. And it's been years, Brother James, and I'm still determined to get there. And all the ups of hell cannot divert me from what I'm going to do for God. We need a fighting spirit. Say a fighting spirit. A focused vision. And number three, we need a finishing faith. Jesus asked the question, when I return to this earth, will I find faith on the earth? What a question. Will he find it in you? That's the question. Because we can say, I don't know. The only thing I know is, I can speak for myself. When he returns, I want him to find it in me. I can't determine what's in you, but I can determine what's in me. And you got that same decision tonight. Where does faith come from, Brother Rick? I'm glad you asked. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith cometh by. And hearing by the... I don't know about you, but there's a lot of times when I'm about two quarts low where I need to be. How many knows if you keep running low after a while, you'll burn out? How many of you have got lawnmowers and you know how to use them? Just run low on oil and goes to clicking, you don't just keep on. 
driving, do you? If you do, you've bought several lawnmowers. That means it's low on oil, don't it? That means you've got to pull over, which what looks like a delay is really a wise decision. Listen to me, guys. We're running through life, and sometimes we go to clicking. And we're a little low on oil. In fact, I come to you after a three-month sabbatical. From November to the end of January, God instructed me to be alone with him. Why? Because I was clicking and clattering pretty bad. <laughs> I've been going eight years without a break, Brother Jane. Low on oil. How many knows that it's better to take some time and sharpen your chainsaw than it is to wear out your arm? Amen. Not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. What do I need? What do I need? I need to dress the game. I need to know the schedule. I need to realize this is a team event. I need to realize that I've got a position that God's calling me to and nobody else can do it but me. Nobody can take your place. And I need to realize that this is about winning, boys. It ain't about just surviving. It's about winning. Bow your heads with me if you would for a moment. I've preached to you what the Lord gave me by dream. Now I've got a question to ask you. What's your problem here? Is it the weights and sins? How many of you realize your race is being hindered because of weights and sins? I won't even ask you which one they are. Just lift your hand if that's you. Man alive. I'd say at least half of the people in here just lifted their hand. What about your inability to discern the times and your lack of direction? If that's you, would you wave at me? Yep, yep, yeah. Hands everywhere. What about if it's a lack of accountability and support to do what God's called you to do? Can I see your hands? My Lord, over half. What about you don't know your gifting and you don't feel the grace to carry on? Is that you? Can I see your hand? Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Or maybe you've just lost your fighting spirit. Your vision's got a little out of focus. Your faith got a little weak. Is that you? Would you just hold up your hand? Yeah? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fellas, we're in a room with just, I don't know how many's here, but look at me for a minute, would you? Can we do something that's so unlikely for us to do as men? Can we just gather together, three or four of us in a little group, just scatter out to where there's room around you? Can we just pray for one another? And realize that we cannot do it by ourselves. How many is willing to do that? Just, just get up where you're at. Gather around. Just three or four of you. Those around you is fine. You can turn around or walk up front or move to the back. or Get by yourself. However you want to do it. But just three or four in a huddle group. Just join hands with each other. Or stand in a circle. However you want to do it. But here's what I want us to do. I, I want us to... Be honest with each other. Our problem is we're too macho to be honest. So a lot of times we end up, it gets too heavy to carry. Yeah, y'all guys can bust up and have two groups there if you want to, whatever. Here's what I want us to do. I just want us to pray together and pray for the persons whose hands you hold. 
Because you'd be surprised how little we pray for other people. Yet, they're part of our team. And without them, we're incomplete. So tonight, I want us to pray for one another. I want everybody praying for somebody. You don't have to pray out loud. You can pray silently. But I just want to pray for you as men tonight. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I've delivered what you've laid on my heart. God, I realize that we're all in a race. We're all running a race. It's a marathon race, Lord. The baton has been given to us. Some of them have dropped the baton before we got there. Some of us was late. We had to pick it up and try to run on on our own. But Lord, tonight we're not alone. You have brought us together by your spirit and by your word. You desire to do a work in us, Lord, a work of renewing, a work of restoring, Lord, a work of focus, God, that we might not only run the race, but win the race. For you desire, Lord, for us to be men, men of God that would represent you in your kingdom. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would minister to the men that have gathered here this weekend, those that have realized their need enough to come. God, I pray that they be strengthened by those whose hand they hold. God, that you would help us to realize we're not in it alone. Neither do we need to be alone. But we need one another. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, touch these men. Help them to be men that will represent you in your kingdom. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitful life.org. Thanks for listening.